You are now tuning in to Empower 610, where we power minds one episode at a time. One of our missions here is empowering the creatives and power the community. By empowering the creatives and empowering the community, our whole goal is to empower the culture. What is up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Empower 610, where we power minds one episode at a time. Let's get it nice. Who do we have today for an interview? An interview? First of all, we don't do interviews. We don't do interviews. We just have amazing, compelling conversations. We only drop gems. Something like that. Something like, light. Like we're playing light. Bejeweled. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we're starting? Yeah. I mean, you brought a rapper on here. It's got to bring the buzz, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, yo, I dig that. See, so y'all already know, based on how it's starting, we're going to have one hell of a conversation. I think it's great that we're... Bringing on not one, but two guests. And my favorite part is I know both of these individuals for quite a long period of time in different contexts. And they're both two amazing, authentic, creative individuals. So I already know, for one, they're both hilarious. Two, they're both hella creative. And they both troll nice Jones. Whoa, you got to chill, B. Why we got to talk about that here? That's my nine of five. Yeah, you're not, not your nine of five. You're not, you're not allowed on the pod you know if what? you don't troll Nice Jones at Ch- least once. That's messed that's, up. That's qualification. China, you are blocked. <laughs> but in all seriousness, we got two very amazing, talented, creative individuals coming to you live on the Power 610. We got Johnny Bills and China Lee. If you guys yeah, want to give yourself a quick intro uh, to the audience if they are just hearing of you for the first time. Yeah, because we got fans all over the world. I think that's pretty dope. Shout out to the folks in Italy that keep downloading the pod. Facts. Oh, that's tough. So y'all are global right now. Literally Gucci. <laughs> I don't I don't know Italian, but I just feel like yeah. <laughs> shout out to the shout pizza, out to pizza. In Italy. <laughs> in Italy. Shout out to Italy. So yeah, please introduce yourselves. Go ahead. Ladies first. Hey. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Big cap energy. <laughs> you know, you know. Birthdays is Sunday. You already know. Hey. hey. <laughs> so for a lot of y'all that don't know me, my role name is Chana Lee Rodriguez, but I go by Chana, born and raised in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Okay. But you know, I have to platform for my Latinos, Puerto Rico. I love you guys. My heart, hey. my soul. Hey. Yes, sir. Yo. Can I get a WEPA? Maybe after, maybe after, maybe after. Um, But I recently was a graduate from Kutztown University. And I'm grateful to be on this podcast because I've really been writing for like about 10 years now. And to see myself on stage, it's been a beautiful thing. I appreciate y'all. Yes. Love that. That's dope. That's dope. Johnny? All right. Um, What's good, y'all? You already know who it is. Your boy, Johnny Bills. Bills with a Z. Mr. Get It Like the First. Your favorite light-skinned Dominicano from the 610. Now let me stop. Um, but yeah, y'all already know what it is, man. Uh I've known Nice for quite some Sheesh. time now, probably almost half my life. Um Real talk. And uh yeah, man, I've been doing music for quite some time as well. And I'm just, you know, grateful for the opportunity to be here. 
Um, like I said, I go by the name Johnny Bills. I'm a, I'm a music artist from out here. I really specialize in like hip hop, R and B. That's kind of like my wheelhouse. But lately, I've been dabbling a lot with like the dancehall vibes, uh, drill, club sounds, things like that. So I kind of like don't don't keep myself in a box. I like to be very versatile with what I do. So man, I'm just really grateful to be here, man. I'm looking forward to the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Creative diversity. So real quick before we get started, since she shouted it out real quick. China's celebrating a birthday coming yeah. soon. So we got a little yeah. something for yeah. you real quick. Happy birthday. Yeah, that's for you. Give me a gift? What? Yeah. That's fire. Special. That's fire. Happy birthday. Shout out to all the Capricorns. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> y'all full shout, of shout out to my girl, Bright. She's a Capricorn. <laughs> she just celebrated her birthday. We're here giving you your flowers. Full of Cap. Full of Cap. That's yeah, dope. That's my dope. girl's definitely full of Cap. So is this one over here. <laughs> Thank you. Definitely Big well deserved. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Appreciate y'all. So y'all better be out there applauding, trying to spam her too. Please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Got my flowers early. I appreciate y'all. Hey, it's yeah. only right. It's only right. For once... I'm ahead of time. So, what? what you're nice. <laughs> Gang. With a Y. <laughs> you know. So, one of the things that both of you guys have in common was back in the summer, we hosted the West Park uh, First Hip Hop uh, Showcase. Tell us a little bit about that experience for you guys as an artist. I mean, for me personally, I thought it was just dope. I just thought it was something that I felt like you, you know, you guys were kind of I want to say bridging a gap that I felt like, you know, we have between the hip hop community and our city, you know, because, um, you know, I, I get it. You know what I mean? Hip hop, rap, like sometimes it gets its bad perspectives. You feel me? And sometimes mm-hmm. a lot of people don't even want to deal with yeah. it. Like I work in insurance. You feel me? So like I know that like a lot of insurance companies don't even like to host events that involve <laughs> hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So Big I, I get I get how people view hip hop and rap. They view it as a liability. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. you guys gave us a platform to show them that. You know what I mean? Everything could go down, could go down smoothly, and everything, everything, it don't gotta be crazy. You know what I mean? It could be Facts. cool, cope aesthetic, uh, very diverse. You know, the art was very diversified. It was a lot of people that brought different talents and stuff like that. So hip hop's just more than just you know the gang banging and whatever it is that they see yep. in, the, in the media. You know what I mean? So y'all showed that y'all y'all really brought like the elements of hip hop together at that event. So I thought it was super dope. Yeah, and I kind of second what Johnny said in regards to like it creating a sense of community. Like, mm. as soon as I walked on that stage, I was like, man, I was just an alumni for William Allen back in 2017. Real talk. Now I'm down the block in West Park just kind of performing. Like, a lot of right. people don't even get to this point. Yeah, it's full so circle. It, so the Word. fact that you guys were able to not only, like, even, like, market this to, like, the whole community, but also, like, to neighboring neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody can come in for free. Like, nobody does it like that. The, the crazy part about that was I was I literally told Nice that day because my, my dad actually let me know oh, that yeah. day. That I actually lived down the block from where that stage was at, and that was that we used to live down the block when I first came from Peru. Mm. Oh, so that's that was, dope. That was one of the first places we full lived. Circle. Yeah, full circle. <laughs> that's, that, circle. That was one of the Again, things that we man. said. Yeah, it was one of the first places, and I remember it was like me and my family. We just had like a room, and we were living there uh, temporarily, and it was just like it was kind of just like weird how this all came together. Um, but yeah, for sure. Um, and that we spoke about the unity that we saw yes. amongst not only Bruh. um hip hop but we saw the whole community coming together in support. Yeah, you know what? For me it was just like I had to step back for a moment and just kind of embrace what was happening and like be in the crowd because uh for me this is something that I envisioned while I was a little punk ass college student and writing down little notes when I should have been paying attention in class saying like, you know what, I'd love to do a, a show, a hip hop show at West Park. 
I was not even 21 yet. And just like, I knew what the city was hitting for. I was asking mentors like, yo, what does it cost to book a park like that? And people deter me from it. Um, and then to be able to like go through what I've gone through in my career and work with people in business and media and magazine and uh, consulting and graphic design. You know, I've worked with Johnny plenty of times. Yeah, man. On back, different back things. Back in the Echo Live days. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then meeting you two through being an educator at different institutions and then being able to now launch a podcast and a media collaborative and being able to circle back to the city like, no, we need this. And to actually be able to break down the door and that being the first hip-hop show and the city put money behind it and yep. every Here act go. got compensated for their artistic services they were providing. You know, for me, that was just like chilling. Like and small businesses supporting small as businesses, well. yes. Through sponsorships. Cause yes. we told them about the positive uh, impact of it and also just people coming together. And that's exactly what happened. And there was even some creatives that came on their own, started recording video, started taking photos. Um, and just overall unity in that whole event, which was great. Well, we have one of our sponsors right here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so know like we appreciate that because it's like he was seeing the vision from an artist perspective and from mm -hmm. a business perspective. And like for me, as soon as, you know, Johnny's name came up, I'm like, nah, like bro's nice. I've known him for a long time. I've thank seen you, the growth. I've seen the development. I know he's going to bring some amazing energy to the stage. So it's like, nah, we got we to gotta book them. Exactly. And so for Thank me to you. be able to book someone that I know from outside the education world mm. to then book one of my students who just graduated, it was like, for me, I love putting people on. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's one thing that I man. enjoy getting money, but I love when other people are getting money too. Yeah, we call it break bread, bro. We live in a country that prints its own money. Everybody can eat. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, you know it's mean? Thanksgiving every day. Period. Yeah. So... You know, to me, that was like one of my favorite moments of, of last year. And so now it's like, well, this year, how do we take it a step further? Yes. And we're always trying to elevate it and always trying to improve on that. So, Chana, I have a specific question for you. Seeing that um, we're talking about hip hop, with hip hop comes lyricism as part of it. Um, and you're involved with poetry. So tell us a little bit more about your poetry and what inspires you with uh, some of the messaging behind it. Absolutely. So I feel like a lot of people don't know this, but it's like I didn't start poetry because I was in a good spot in my life. Mm -hmm. I started poetry because I needed an outlet. I was going through a lot of things personally and I didn't yeah. really have that support. So for me, writing was all about using that tool to heal. And when I was in a much better, healthier mindset, I took a lot further instead of healing to now healing others. I mm. want to be able to really not only promote like safe, but also mental health and getting that healing instead of having people not even address those problems and having them like impact for the rest of their lives. Like I'm a person, I'm so obsessed with my growth. Mm. Like I, it's not even about me profiting. It's about, okay, I'm in a much better spot. How do I get you on? Right. Yeah, so, word. I mean, that's really what inspired me. It really came down to like having friends really just kind of like welcome me and kind of telling me like, Hey, like I see so much better in you. Right. And now I'm in that spot. How old were you when you started? Because I'm curious, because obviously you shared a bunch of written things with me that I've had the privilege to see and read. But I'm curious now, because I don't think I've ever asked you this. Yeah. Like, when did, how old were you when you started writing? Honestly, for as long as I can remember, I must have been at least like 12. Oh, wow. Yeah. And at first it was just like songs. I mean, like I, I grew up in like 
MTV and like top 10 videos. <laughs> like I used I to get that. excited and be like, yo, like that could be me. Like next Disney yeah. channel, like, you know, looking for somebody. Um, but no, like it's like, like back then, like nobody took that seriously. Like, oh, like she has a hobby, like. That she's gonna grow out of it, and like in reality, like that's always been like my safe spot. It's like writing, yeah. like it's yeah. it's been my diary. But now, you know, for this opportunity, like I'm able to profit off that, which is amazing. Yeah, and I feel like as a creative, that's that's, that's a constant struggle that you go against because for someone that's not creative, they're always trying to stay within the box with what society tells them. So when they see like a creative that's thinking outside of the box or thinking of doing something differently from what others are doing, they want you to stay within what their reaches but as mm. a creative you don't have that reach as a creative you you kind of get like this power and this inspiration inside of you to create and a lot of the times the most authentic creation comes from that inspiration not from like thinking on a business level or thinking from um how can i turn this into a product it's more along the lines of how i'm feeling right now and yeah you're like I... passionately spontaneous exactly. it's an authentic it's an authentic space it just, it's uh -huh. very it comes from a dare like a you know it comes from a spot within you but it just is the art of creation itself is just so it's like it's, so it's, it's just like raw, it's spontaneous, uh -huh. it's uh even like sometimes serendipitous, where like it just kind of like like you said, like it comes full circle. You know what I mean? Like sometimes certain right. things happen, and it's like it reminds you of something that happened before. You know what I mean? So yeah, there's just so so much beauty within it. Well, that's where the that's where the healing is. That's why I wanted to ask you because the fascinating thing, well, as you know from you know my work, I'm always telling students that I meet with struggles, like, yo, do you journal? And I think it's not even about like um, more or less them. It's like I, I didn't realize till mad years later, like that's what helped me. That, I started writing. I was bored in geometry class, journaling, writing yeah. poems, writing movie ideas, writing scripts, writing raps, whatever it was. I would just, whatever came to my mind, write, 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 write. Yeah. And then later I realized like, yo, I was actually healing and processing from what I was dealing with. So now I've come to the point where I'm like creativity and healing is actually synonymous. Exactly. And I think that's a perfect transition into the project that you're, you've you been working on, Johnny, because I heard your full project, your full Woo! EP. We, thank you, thank you, thank you. We heard the, the music live as well. Some of the some yeah, of it that sure. you performed yep, yep. as a sneak yeah. peek. Tell us a little bit more about that project and what's that inspiration behind it. So the project I dropped is called Tales from... Well, it's like a comic book series style release uh, where the comic book's title is Tales from the Phantom City. And then every issue kind of has its own chapter or subtitle if you will so this this title was uh one point triple o i called it that because that's the perfect batting average and i felt like the project was nothing but hits for sure hey, I like that. so i did no features on it it was just me because i wanted to give everybody a piece of every single piece of me i wanted everybody to be able to catch every vibe every energy and every emotion that i'm able to give off like there's songs that are kind of more reaching for you know that kind of have more of a pain they come from like a painful background if you will there's other songs that are more fun more happy there's other songs that come from like you know that kind of give a sense of like betrayal so there's kind of like stories within them as well uh there's even a song that's like midnight in the valley where i talk about how uh music is like very therapeutic for me like one of the mm -hmm. first bars i say is um studio sessions turn to therapy sessions yeah so, yeah, yeah, yeah that one stuck out so it's like um yeah man this project meant a lot to me because uh it took me a while to curate the sound that i'm that i'm you know that i'm delivering today you feel me so like nice nose like you, you guys have seen you know what i mean like you guys have seen me come from probably like just a rapper and right, then yeah. to finally somebody who was developing into an artist who was able to not only create hooks but also you know introduce more of my 
uh, like my natural background. You know what I mean? Like I come from yep. a church background. I grew up in like nice. the, I grew up in the era where R and B was just R and B and hip hop was just hip hop. Yep. There wasn't like this blurred line between them like it is now. Like you had boys to men, and then yep. you had like <laughs> Notorious B.I.G. You know what I'm saying? Like you had yep. like a clear division between R and B and hip hop, like where you could still grab the air. That's what R and B was like still. And occasionally you know there was so, features here and there, but like that was it. It right, wasn't like exactly. a whole project full of it. Exactly. So I yeah. wanted to do a solo project for my first project. Um, so this way I could kind of like give everything, every part of myself. Like even through the whole project, there's a lot of like 610 references. Mm-hmm. Where I mentioned a lot of my friends' businesses. Like uh, my boy That's has right. a, uh, my boy has a, uh, like a betting company where they, you know, they help with like the, the bets on like money line, stuff yeah. like that. So one of the bars, I say like money line, baby placing a bet or like, uh, my boy Don, the Don's jeweler, that's my boy Los. Mm-hmm. So I always mention him. Uh, I mentioned Properly Lace, the sneakers, uh, you know, yeah. my guy Aaron and my guy Will over there. Properly Lace. Yeah. Right. So, like, you know, I mentioned him a lot on the cover art. You see, like, Attire, Desire, Big Bang. Yep. Shout, out, shout out my guy Jared over at Big Bang. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get Hold Jared to, on the pod at some whole point. Head, head to toe in the Big Bang today for you, my boy. Yeah, definitely, definitely so, got some um, Big Bang in the closet. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> for sure. He, he just opened up two at King of Prussia. So, shout out to him, man. He's, yeah. he's doing his thing. Um, but yeah, like I reference a lot of um, you know, six one oh things. Even the cover art is in Coca Cola Park. Like yeah. there's a, like a lot of staples, you know what I'm saying, within our uh, within the six one oh and I feel like, you know, those are the those are the people that I want to give the shine to and stuff like that. So yeah, that project was really important to me. That's the one I'm pushing right now. Um but yeah, man, that's just the first issue. You know what I mean, I'm already halfway done with issue two. Hey. Issue two is gonna be on some Avengers style. Okay. Uh, Avengers style cover because I'm part of Cruise Control and Enta- Cruise Control Entertainment, so it's me, Eric Rose, Black Dre, hey. Seen Limite. Oh, wow. We see Seen the chain. Yeah, hey. Seen Limite. We see we see yeah. the chain. Yeah. Let's go. Something like yeah, I was out there in Tennessee with my boy Alex. He blessed me with the chain. You know what I'm saying? Dope, shout bro. out, shout out to Alex, bro. Yeah, he, man. I, yeah. I respect the hustle. Yo, bro, he's grinding so hard out yeah. there. Like, bro, I honestly going out there. I worked harder than I did. Out here, and it showed me I need to go harder while I'm here because I hear that every day I was there, bro, was like wake up. No later than 10 a.m. We linking up. We got to go. We driving out to Nashville. We got content to shoot. Yo, bro, we walking up and down this block. Yo, let me put this mic on you. Just start talking. This is what we can talk about. We got 10 topics. This is what you're going through. Like, we was working. You know what I'm saying? Yo, all right, bet. We done with an hour? Go get in the car. Go change your outfit. We got no content to shoot. Like, it was like, we was hustling, bro. So, yeah, man. Shout out to Alex, man. He, um... You know what I mean? He's an inspiration, bro. Like, I'm I'm glad we on a team because, like I said, we very teamwork, make the dream work uh, type of people. And um, that's just how we live, bro. We not we not cared about who wins first. We just want to get the door. We just try and kick the door down. You feel me? So yeah. we want all us to win. We know, like I said, we live in a country that prints its own money, bro. There's enough bread for all of us. Really so, yeah, is. man. I'm excited, bro. I'm excited. This year is, uh, is going to be a good year for everybody. Not just me. You know what I mean? Everybody that's working. I see everybody who's got their head down and who's doing what they need to do. You know what I'm saying? So... It's going to be a good year for everybody. 2024 is up because 2023 was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Word. I feel like I blinked and mad stuff happened, man. And then Uncle Murder put out a three-part wrap-up. And I'm like, man, that all happened this year. Wow. That took him three three parts, bro. Yeah. Last year was just one part. The year before that was just this year. Uncle Murder put three Three. parts out. That's how much crazy stuff happened this year. Yeah. Well, the past year. And then 2024 came along, and then Cat Williams did that interview. Oh, my God. I loved it. I loved every <laughs> second of it. me, too. I loved Watch every second of it. Second. Truth season. Yeah, right. I loved every second of it, man. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, 2024 is up, man. You know what I mean? This year is going to be different for everybody, because I think uh, 2023, even though it may have come with losses, it came with a lot of lessons as well. So, Word. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, excited. I'm excited. I don't even believe in losses, man. Losses is man, uh-huh. but... Lessons and blessings in disguise. Man. Yeah, that's what it is. You don't really lose. The only time you, you lose just learn. Is if you don't learn. Yeah. And once you learn, you drop the L and you just earn. That's it. Yeah. There you go. That's it. 
So one of one of the things that we were really big on here is is um learning and also like books, whether it's audiobooks or actually physical books. Mm-hmm. One of the gifts that Nice actually gave me at my graduation party a long time ago. And <laughs> a long time ago, I didn't read it, but then I started reading it now. Um, I don't even remember what he's about to say. That's crazy. Is is the creative act by oh, Rick yeah. Rubin. Okay. And it, I think it just couldn't have come to a better time now because, like, I was struggling the past couple of months with um, whether I should stop music or, like, continue music and just, like, creatively, like, I'm doing all these things and I don't know which creative projects to pursue. Yeah. And I think that relates a lot to your project with some of the Max. stuff that you said later on. And yeah. we'll get to that. But I wanted to ask your question, uh, a question specifically on that book because he, he specifically states that. In, in his one of his interviews, that artists should create musics for themselves and not the fans. Nope. So, Chana, beginning with yourself, like, what do you think about that statement? Honestly, with my writing, it was always about, like, my personal experiences, my personal struggles. So it's like I couldn't even imagine being comfortable in my own femininity, let alone my own vulnerability, to be able to go on stage and share that story, share that message. Uh-huh. But I feel like when you start to build that sense of community and you see how other people can relate to you like that just kind of fuels me like even more like at at this point it was for me but now i'm just kind of doing it for like everybody else who can relate who can see me as like representing themselves how about you johnny i mean yeah like not to piggyback off of what she said but like same thing for me with the music like like i said when i was talking about the project is that this project i went solo because i wanted it to just be every piece of me every emotion Mm -hmm. that, that i feel every vibe i feel i didn't want nobody else's features i didn't want I didn't even really bring people to the studio with me like that when I was recording these songs because I didn't even want that much outside influence. Like, people who even came with me to the studio, I already had the songs written before they even showed up. They just were keeping me company or catching content for me or rolling L's, whatever. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, but when I went there, like, everything is, like, you know, this is my creation. This is my baby. You feel me? Word. It's nobody else's baby. This is my baby. You know what I'm saying? This is why I made this. You know what I'm saying? And it's like... I know it's not going to be for everybody, but listen, like, I may not be everybody's cup of tea, but that's why they make so many different types of tea, bro. Like, <laughs> you can have your Earl Grey, I'll be the oolong, or you know what I'm saying? You could be the, the black tea, the green tea. There's so many different types of tea. I may not be your cup of tea, but there's so many different types, bro. Go find your cup. I promise you there's going to be people that love this tea. Get your cup, you know take a sip. That part. Yogi Tea, sponsor my boy, too. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, in fact, somebody. Turkey Hill, my girl loves your tea. Sponsor me, you heard? <laughs> The freshest, the freshest tea from the hills of Turkey. <laughs> but I love that too because, like, like I can say as somebody who's known you for a long time and listened to your music and and heard your projects sometimes even before they were like officially released. The thing for me, the difference is this, and hearing what your process was is that you really wanted to focus on giving them a lot of different pieces of yourself, and then you coming through with your full authenticity, embracing all aspects of who you are, and just giving out to the world. Yeah, and man. I think that that's awesome. And the fact that you also stated that you're already working on the next, you know, issue. Yeah, of course. I, like, I feel like like I'm excited to hear that because I'm like, yo, my man showed mad growth, not even in just the music, but how you're presenting it on the internet for to bring people into your world. Thank you. And so man. now I see all that growth. So I know like, yo, my man's is like in creation mode on steroids. So this next joint is going to be like even a thousand times so, like, me, I'm, like, excited like a little kid because I, I love seeing people that I know, like, grow and glow. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's bro. what I'm seeing. So Thank you. Thank I, you. I, I'm, like, 
anxious. <laughs> nah, thank you, bro. I really appreciate it, man. Like, like I said, you know me about half my life, bro. So yeah, you know how you know when I was working with Tyler Rhodes and yep. and, and you know what I mean. We were doing the Echo Live. I think you we were in the Hamilton Business Center. Like, yep. bro, you see me? I pulled up. You know what I mean? Like, I've been doing this a long time, man. And uh, I just um, you know, the focus is definitely shifted into what I feel is that right, that right yep. pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like. I want to say it's like uh like the vibrations, you know what I'm saying? But it's like when it's hitting, you can just yep. chef's kiss. You just know, you know what I mean? Like it just yeah, it's it hitting. Feels right. Yeah, you, it feels right. You found right. that sweet spot for yeah, you, yeah, bro. Like it just when it's hitting, you're like, mm, like you just that's yep. that's that's it right there, baby. You know what I mean? So yeah, bro, that's how it's been feeling lately. And since then, bro, I just been trying to keep my foot on the gas. Like NBA Jam, he's on fire. Boom, shaka laka. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Johnny. So there's a there's a particular line that you said in Midnight in the Valley. Yeah. And when you were performing live with the live band, yeah, I heard it for magical. The first time. That was my favorite. Magical. That was. Wow, I even messed up on that show, and it still was. No, nah, I, I feel like I feel like the raw authenticity of it was was even more impactful because I like me as an artist, I was like, damn, like this that actually like impacted me. And one of the lines that stuck with me was, I took a break from music, and I pro um. Promise I ain't stopping again. Yeah. So tell us about that break. And then Chana, I want to ask you, like, if you ever had writer's block as well. So, so Johnny, address that line. Let us know about that break from music and what was going on during that time. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, man, I, I said, uh, you know, uh, I go bejeweled how I'm dropping the gems. I took a break from music. Promise I ain't stopping again because I felt like I took a Ooh. long hiatus. Not for real. Bars, right? Yeah. Bars, like I'm serving a life sentence, you heard? <laughs> nah, uh, but uh, yeah, man, I just felt like I, I needed to take a break from music because I had a lot going on in life. Like, people don't understand, like, people from the, on the other, like, on the other side of their phone, when they see the finished Shit. product, they're like, oh my God, that's dope. But they don't realize yep. what's happening, the process, the, the pro, the exactly, the exact, they, they don't know nothing about the process or even anything that's going on in a regular life. Like, yep. they think just because they see this finished product where you iced out, you drippy and all that, like, bro, there's days where I'm bummy, or, but, I'm, but my kids has always got to be good. The bills has yep. always got to get paid. Mm. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, people don't realize, they don't see that. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, people obsessed with the product. You know what I mean? Consumers consume. That's it. You know what I mean? They're not, they're not there to, they don't, they don't know the, what it takes to make the wave. They don't know how exhausting it is to create the wave. They just good at surfing. You feel yep. me? So I had to take a break because, bro, I found out I was having a kid. And like immediately the light yep. switch hits. It goes, all right, cool. So do I want to keep investing in this music career and, and investing in the marketing and studio time and being yep. fly and being drippy and playing and paying to perform at the time? Because yeah, you know, when right. you're when you're when you don't got it, when yep. you don't got leverage, right? Everybody wanna charge you. You know what I'm saying? And so I hate like, that that exists. Bro, of course, you know what I mean? That's some payola nonsense, yep. bro. That's that that's like paying to get on the radio, bro. Like, that's yep. nonsense, bro. Like, to me, if you're a dope artist. You deserve a platform. It's as simple as that. Agreed. You feel me? Yeah. And it's and it even beyond that, it's business. Even if I don't think your music is good, if you're selling a hundred tickets, show up. Show up. Yep. Come yeah. on. You pay me this much, I'll give you the tickets. You recoup your funds. Like, yeah, you know, we can make it work, bro. But yeah, so you know, what I mean, at the time, I wasn't popping yet. So like, I was like, all right, I gotta take this break. I need to buy a house. I'm driving a hoopty right now. Right. I, need, I need a nice car. You know what I'm saying? I gotta get my shit in order. My my shorty at the time. I was like, all right, your car, we need to get you a new one. Boom, let's get you a new whip. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just life, bro. Like, I had to, uh, as soon as I found I was having a kid, that switch hit in my mind. It was like, all right, so yep. it's time for you to be a man now. Like, 
time to like, I know that this is what you really want. This music shit's really what you want to do, but it's not paying your bills right now. Yeah. Guess do something to pay your bills. And then once you good, bro, once you got your money situated, come right back, bro. Cause you're gonna you're gonna come back once your shit is situated, you good. I don't know if I'm allowed to curse, but you guys are complete it out. Good. Okay. All right, my bad. Bro, authentic, 100%. All right, so boom. I, try, I was trying not to the whole time. I was really trying <laughs> oh, yeah, not to. Yeah, nah, go you know, off. Fuck go, that. Yeah, all right, bet. Say no more. So yeah, bro, like, you just got to buckle down when that shit happens. You find out you're having a baby. You like, bro, like, like some some people might not want to take that shift. Some people are like, fuck it, I'm having a baby. I got shit to do. Like, nah, yeah. me, I'm like, no, we need to get it. My son needs a room. I need my, I mean, I need, I need a crib. Yeah. Thank God I bought a house right before the pandemic hit. Cause now, uh, good luck, bro. good luck, bro. Ooh. I could go sell my crib right now and make like eighty bands if I feel if I felt yep. like it. Cause it's wild in today's time. Mad wild, but Going yeah, bro. It. So yeah, man. <laughs> that was um, that was life, lifing basically. That's why I had to take a break, bro. I had to really rethink and re-strategize, and even to this day, like I'm still re-strategizing. It's still trial and error. It's still, yep. it's still taking, taking this fire shit that I call my music and throwing it at the wall and. Seeing what sticks, you know what I mean? Yep. Life is iterative. Yeah, All man. trial, yeah. error, learning, and doing it again. Yeah, bro. It's, it's, you know what I mean? It's uh, just never giving up. You know what I mean? Now my kids are like my biggest motivation. I love that. You know I mean, like love when that. uh, when my daughter's on FaceTime with one of her friends and she's like, my friend Riley wants to say hello. She loves your music. And I'm like... <laughs> And it's that's like, so sweet. Hi, hi, Johnny. And then following me on TikTok and all that, bro. That's that's love, right yeah, there. That's, that's to me. I'm like, yo, bro. Like, that's, I just posted a reel about it the other day. Like, um, because somebody you. somebody asked me, like, yeah. how important is it to be an inspiration? You know what I mean? How important yeah. is that to you? Like, do you you know? Are you trying to pave a way for people? Are you trying to show people mm. something? You just kind of doing it to be lit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's kind of the question it broke down to. And like for me, bro, like being an inspiration, bro, I live to inspire. Cause that's that's the next generation, bro. Like. You know what I mean, like exactly. I get to I get to show my son every time he goes on YouTube and sees one of my music videos. Like my dad's on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> to him, yeah, that's to him, the world. I'm Everything just, to him, I'm just as popping as Ninja on Fortnite or or, or yep. any of these game streamers, or I'm just as popping as uh, Roddy Rich or whoever else he be watching yep. on YouTube because Daddy's on YouTube too. Yeah, see what I'm saying? My daughter same way. She see me on Spotify, Apple Music. All I see my music videos and she's like, oh my God, look, my dad, my dad's a rapper. And she goes, <laughs> and, then she, and then she'll come home from school. She'll be like, so my English teacher, she played your song today. And I'm like, yeah, what everybody think? They, they all think your music's really good. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, baby. She's the best. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, like that's the, that's, um, you know what I mean? It's uh, like I said, I took that break because life was just really life in bro. So how to make adult decisions and, uh, you know, backtrack. Let's say we put a pin in it and like, I'll be right back, baby. Cause music, that's my passion. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. when the passion doesn't pay the bills, bro, you gotta, you gotta get to the paper. Gotta pivot. That's really yeah, that's, that's it. Real. But I like that you jab step. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, baby? Uh, we ain't gotta hit him one time with it. A little euro, real quick. Yeah. I like. I'm saying fillet. I like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I like that you mentioned that, like you know, you prioritized it, but at least like you came back to it. Yeah. Because a lot of artists don't come back to it, oh. and then they mm-hmm. live with that regret. Yeah. So, so Chana, com- coming back to you, have you ever faced something? Um, similar in in a sense of like you stopping writing poetry because you you did this since you were twelve, right? So, tell us a little bit about your struggles with have like just with your art in general, and yeah. then have you ever thought about taking a break or or just stopping in general? No, absolutely. So, I mean, from the beginning of my art, it was always again like my diary. It was just my thoughts alone. Um, I was never expecting to really see myself go on stage and express that to everybody. Mm. Um, but, and honestly, like my schedule, my struggles really just came down to just me being a family person. 
Like the way I grew up, it wasn't always the best. And a lot of people like they'll look at me and then they'll hear my work and they're like, we didn't expect that from you. And I'm like, yeah, because, you know, with my height and the way I look like you don't expect a person like me to struggle. So it's like one of my main motivations is just like you never know what someone's going through unless you ask them, unless you really give them the platform to express themselves. Right. So it's like my writer block, my poetry has always been attached to my emotions. So if I wasn't in a good spot emotionally, spiritually, financially, physically, my work was not being prioritized as much as it should have been. Yeah. So it's like I was a full time student, full time worker. You know, I worked throughout the pandemic. So when I graduated back in May of last year, I was like, damn, so what am I supposed to do? Like, what's my passion? Yeah. What's really driving me? And honestly, like when I met Nice and he gave me the opportunity of being able to perform at West Park, I was like, damn, am I ready for that? And I kind of asked myself and I'm like, listen, am I going to live through fear or am I just going to say yes to every opportunity and see how it works out? And now five yeah. shows later, I'm like, damn, I think I got this. I feel confident. Like, what am yeah. I doing? Like, yeah. what what was I stopping for? Like, I think life really kind of like shook me and really like asked myself like, hey, what was really holding you back if it wasn't for fear? Right. So, Word. So I got a per I got a personal question to ask you because if you recall when we met, you weren't officially in the program that I work in, right? You were just, you know, with your friend. Shout right. out to Emily. You were with her. And of course, me being who I am, I right. mess with everybody. So, but at some point you joined the program and then for whatever reason, right, you decided to talk to me about publishing. Right. You sent me a Google Doc with your work. Right. I'm curious personally, and we could talk about it here because I've never asked you this before. Yeah. What possessed you to send me your work and ask me about publishing? Like, what made you want to do that? I think I just saw, like, your welcoming energy. And when I say that, it's like, I'm already a student. I'm already stressed out. And there's not a lot of people who is just going to find me on campus and be like, yo, what are you trying to do after graduation? What are you trying to do tomorrow? What are you trying to do to make today productive? So, like, those are real-life conversations that it's like not everybody has the opportunity to really think about that. So, it's like when you spoke about all of your experience with not just through higher education, but also through community involvement. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a very giving household. I saw my mom, who had so little, give so much. So, that was always always driven in me to do the exact same thing. So, it's like I saw a little bit of what I aspired to be through you. And I'm like, okay, this is a person I really got to get, like, connected with see what he can do, not just to benefit me, but just overall, just to connect to see what we can do together. Because yeah. it's like, you know, if you benefit me, I'm going to put you on as well. Yeah. So it's like, what really possessed me is just like, you know what? He's giving me an opportunity. Let me just take it. Let me just yeah. see what's going on. And honestly, like, you've been an amazing help since then. Thank you. Well, I, I'm always, like, flattered when those types of things happen because every time I have a student that will approach me about something that they want to do, I'm always trying to empower them to do more. So I'll have students yeah. be like, I love bacon. And I'll be like, okay, you're on a campus full of 8,000 people. Why aren't you selling these goods now? Literally. Get money now. Yeah. I will help you. I will support you. I'll get people to buy off campus. I got followers on the internet that don't come to this campus ever. But yeah, I promise you, they will support you. Yeah. Right. He knows. Like, I, I have people that, because I'm authentic, that they'll give authentic love for the people that I, I promote. So when you did that, I was like, you know, I think you messaged me on Instagram at first and just started asking me some questions. And so I was like, yo, this is like mad dope that she trusts me enough to send me something right. that I'm telling, I can read and be like, yo, she's pouring her soul out into this. So I'm like, that's why I had the conversation like, yo, what do you really want to do? And then I love that everything I've thrown at you as far as challenges, 
you would make a face sometimes when I'd be like, yo, do you want to try this? And you would look face. like, <laughs> nah, I want to I want to dive into that. Right. And that's and the reason why I appreciate that is because that's how I approached him and he knows <laughs> that was about to say that. it was like, <laughs> yo, if you work hard for this and you show me you want to work hard, I promise you I will go a hundred times as hard for you because energy begets energy and it's right. contagious. Yeah. And I really like enjoy putting people in position for sex because I didn't have anyone do that for me. Right. Yeah. And so that sucks when you're on an island and you don't know where to go that you don't have anyone to be like, yo, let me help you. Right? Yeah, and so it's like, no, like I got resources. If I put you in position, please just try to win. Yeah. 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 And nice, just to add on to that, um, I relate to a lot what Chana said because like when, I remember when I was a college student and I was looking for some type of, I remember first you looking at YouTube because I didn't know what to do. Shout out regards. YouTube University. Yeah. Word. I, I was like, I don't know. I use it. I want to, I know. <laughs> I told myself, I know I wanted to start a media company. I didn't know what the steps were. And one of the, I remember coming across one of the videos and they were like, find a mentor. Find someone that's already there or find someone that knows that, that can get you there or that has more experience. And then when I started looking at the program from the university that will named nameless <laughs> unless they sponsor us you know <laughs> um but i i came across nice um because there there was other staff there um but when i spoke with nice he was the one that most related to me one because he went to a high school from the same school district so i knew that like he encountered certain things in life that you know we could relate to mm-hmm. and it would be more based off of not just like um a transactional relationship, but more of a personal relationship where we can definitely connect. And that's what ended up happening. Cause like first it was like, Hey, I'm interested in starting a business. First thing he told me, he was like, (laughs) it was like, listen, like if you really trying to be serious, like you got to hit me up. I'm not going to hit you up beyond 100%. Cause I challenge you. They're going to be a, there's a, there's more than a hundred students over here that tell me the same thing. If you're really serious about this, then you're going to hit me up. And I was like, I respect this dude so much already because he was 100% blunt with me. Yep. Yeah, of so course. I, I, I love that. And so, like, I was like, bro, bro I'm going to borderline, like, harass you. <laughs> That's how you got to be. I'm going to ask the question. Oh, he's telling yeah. you. He said, I'm not going to chase you to make your dream come true. Yeah. And so, I, I'll push I be appreciating you. I'll be that behind stuff. You. I'll be behind you to push you, but I'm right. not going to. We're not doing this. Yeah. No, you, I'll the, do this. You got to want him. Yeah. yeah. Until this day, like, we're past that we're past that stage of, like, student and teacher. But I always look at him still as a teacher because, like, right. I always come to nice when I overthink stuff, even with, like, my creative stuff. And he tells himself, like, he, he doesn't call himself a creative. I, I look at him as a creative still because he makes me think He low-key is. He low-key yeah. is. Don't, don't <laughs> let him fool you. I'm low yeah. key, low key, high key. Because listen, Yo. listen, listen. Iron sharpens iron. You know what I'm saying? So you yeah. can't be a creative Aspects. and be able to help other creatives. Come on, right? Don't I just you. started embracing I that. I think last he'd be year. telling people that so that he he said so that you feel, you don't feel like you're getting like you're getting critiqued. Yeah, that's why he says that because he's like, I'm not a that's creative. True. I'm not a creative. Yeah, but, I, I tell him. But, he's, I tell him. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I think he does it to like so that people don't see, get in their head. This guy know me too long. He out here telling yeah, my secrets. Nah, I don't man, like I'm that. dropping the gems. <laughs> that's what we're do, right? We're here to drop the gems, right? You're right. You right, bro. You right. You right. I'll be telling. I'll be telling nice. I'm like, bro. You're like the cockiest, most humble person I know. Yeah. The that's first time you texted me that, that's I was cracking. I think I screenshotted and put it on my Instagram. I said, bro, this is what someone said to me today. Yeah, bro. But I understood it. I was like, yeah, yeah you're bro. right. I'm but not, no, that's, I can't deny it. But that's the energy he gives off because he's naturally a giver. And that's that's what I respect. Because yeah, like 
just like from from back, going back to your project, yeah. Like even from some of the stuff that I struggled as a creative, like I would I would talk to nice, and then that's how this whole like podcasting came together. Yeah, just from our conversations, like we would literally have like one hour conversations with each other, and we're like, why aren't we documenting this? Yeah, as, bro. Because like our own growth could help other people. Yo, Hell yeah, bro. This have- this you opening up right now, bro. Like there's people who are watching this, bro, that struggle with the yeah. same exact yeah. shit. And a lot of people, like you said, look at the final product. So they're right. like, yo, Johnny Bills, Johnny Bills, he's invincible. He doesn't go through what we go through. Oh, and my then, God. Now, he's then, then, look, he's lit. <laughs> he's always lit. Dancing on TikTok. All the time. <laughs> look at that fly ass out. He must be drippy 24-7. That's, I'm like, nah, that's... bro. As soon as I'm done shooting, I'm putting joggers on and some chanclas on, bro. And I'm going, to get, I'm going to get a Popeye's chicken sandwich, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Super yeah, 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 bro. So relatable. Hell yeah. Yeah, one of the one of the artists that I relate to a lot. Um, I don't know if y'all y'all mess with like like salsa. Is Hector Lavoe? Oh my God! Yeah, Hector Lavoe. One, one of his his songs salsa? that's the the most relatable is um El Cantante. Even though he didn't write it, um, because it was I, I believe it was Ruben Blades that wrote it. Um, there's a specific line in there that says like, "When the show is over, uh-huh. like I'm just another one of y'all." Mm. Yeah, because a lot of the times when we're looking at when we're looking Not at the real. concert. Um, he's letting us know, like, we look at our idols, we look at our celebrities, and we kind of forget that they're human. Like, they're human experience. Yeah. We, almost, we almost, like, praise them at, at a certain yeah. point. Right. Because we're consuming the product portion of them. Yeah. We're not, we don't, we're, we don't get to see, I mean, very rarely yeah. are they, you know, are they open or have a platform to be open about their raw, authentic selves, you know right. what I'm saying? Yep. Because the part of them that produces or pay the bills... Mm-hmm. Is the product portion of them, you know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. So it's real. Yeah, bro. It's it's um it's crazy, man. That's dope. But that's why I feel Back like Lavo, he's fire. That's my guy, bro. Low yeah, key, bro. I be dancing salsa heavy. Yo, <laughs> I, I recommend taught salsa. Yo, just, I, just one more time. Yo, my, my sister, my sister's an instructor. I'll put you that's on. That's fact. There you go. There you and go. I'm actually pretty confident you've met his sister. Because she does <laughs> work she was doing workshops at university that will be unnamed. Networking. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Go. So we we gonna figure we that name out. Her, <laughs> we, yeah, we can name her, but we're not naming my, my the school. Sis, my sister's name is Ellie. Shout out her. She be, she be, she's actually a therapist now, but she's also a salsa instructor. She be she's actually the reason I know how to dance salsa. Crazy mambo on two. Okay, yeah, Ellie. She's, she's done yeah. the mind, Ellie. She's done yeah. mindfulness sessions. Yeah, yeah. For our program, so okay. plenty of times for the past right. two years, I believe. So let me find out, Ellie. Yeah, she I'm she find her. she happy feet with the salsa. I'm telling you, yeah. she, <laughs> real. She nice. She nice. She nice. She nice. Nice. Yeah, she'll so, c- cut a rug. So going along with with the theme of what we talked about, um, and then I'm gonna start with you, Chana. Got you. Um, if you met yourself ten years ago, with now the experiences that you went through now, with what you know now, what would you tell yourself if you got stuck yourself in an elevator? Oh my God, stop being so fucking scared. You're amazing, bro. Get him. Like, you're so amazing. Like, do not put yourself, and again, I'm gonna bring it back to Johnny. Do not put yourself in this box and think, okay, you're just a rapper. You're just an artist. Like, you're, like, I'm trying to be a multifaceted individual. I'm I'm trying to have so many talents. I'm employed for life. And then I'm gonna employ Mm. myself. Like, Like, at this point, like, Chana, don't be so scared. And don't let anybody, like, opinions get in the way of your talent. Like, you are talented, period. Real so. talk. Humanity is a spectrum, so why wouldn't creativity also be a spectrum? Exactly. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? It's just like, I mean, even like the uh, the elements of hip-hop, man. There's so many forms of creation within that. Graffiti, <sighs> b-boying, DJing, MCing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's so many. Uh, I, I know there's like three more. I'm pretty sure seven elements. 
Yeah, it yeah. keeps expanding. Well, yeah, now it's, it's it. like, now there's so many, but I mean, like, I know the, the original seven elements, I know those were four yeah. of them, but I forget the other three. But, uh, yeah, man, it's crazy, dude. Creation is definitely on a spectrum, for sure. Well, that that's what I, I loved about, like, what you said earlier about going away for a little bit, because I know for myself, like, that was, like, part of what allowed me to even entertain doing a podcast again. Like, yeah. And it also allowed me to actually, like, record something and actually put something on you, YouTube. You was like, you caught me at a good time. Yo, that's literally <laughs> what I said. I said, yo, you know what? You caught me at a really good time because I'm on some, like, I removed everything and I literally was writing my journal. Yeah. Death, death to comfort zones. I don't care about being comfortable. Nah, bro. I don't care. And no. so, like, I did but the I magazine. That's a stagnant place. Comfort is a very Bruh. stagnant place. You got to be uncomfortable. There's no yeah. growth in comfort. And so, like, I stopped doing everything because of my personal life, my mom's health, things happening. I'm going through things with my with my kids and moving and all these other things and switching jobs. Like, there were so many things going on. My creativity was, like, zapped. I didn't yeah. want to be creative and then I realized as I'm going through things and got right and I started going to grad school and I had different jobs and I'm meeting different people and I'm like there's a piece of me that I'm not even like participating in anymore yeah so then like we're having so like dialogue. Shelf, shelf the portion of yourself I no I literally yeah. did and I think when I started doing like the hip-hop um I was helping with the hip-hop therapy workshops shout out to psyches of color based in LA like COVID was good for me and so me working with the youth and empowering them to like, yo, nah, tell your story creatively, write some bars, journal, empower yourself. And then I'm in these sessions with them and I'm like, I'm not somebody that's going to tell somebody to do something I wouldn't do. So I'm sitting here writing rhymes with them. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I've been writing for years, but I don't share nothing with anybody. I just right. create and it stays in a book. And then all of that happened. And then I wrote this thing about my mom in one of the sessions over Kanye West joint, Life of the Party. And then I was like, damn, I actually really like this. This actually felt really good to talk about the hell I've been through for the past eight years that literally no one knows about. Yeah. So that prompted me. And then he hits me up about, we're just having a talk. Like, oh, we should do this podcast. I was like, oh, you caught me at a good time, man. Because I'm on some, like, anything creative that I feel inspired to do, I'm about to just do. So between the podcast, recording that track, I made the video myself. Yeah. Things that I would I would do, and they would just sit on my hard drive. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to just upload it to YouTube and call it a day. I don't care what anyone thinks. That's I'm about to talk it. about my mom. I'm about to talk about my family. I'm about to talk about... Why all these things happen? And literally, once I did that, I felt like I lost fifty pounds. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, bruh. Nah, for real. Yeah, when you when you start free. really focusing on um on the things that bring you joy, bro. Like that's um mm-hmm. I think that's the beauty of uh I guess like becoming an adult. You know what I mean? Like there's that nice. gap. There's that gap right there, right? Where like you figuring life out. So that's when like. The, that's when the joy kind of gets dulled a little bit, right? Because yep. you're so focused on prioritizing like. You're so focused on trying to solve the problems, right? Like, yep. oh, this shit's fucking me up. This shit's fucking me up. This shit's fucking me up. Once all that is situated, and you could tap back into that. Yeah. I don't want to say like inner child, but like tap into that joy, that shit that really makes, that nah, shit that is, really hits home for you. You really know what, what it was. Yeah, it yeah, is, bro. It, it is your inner child. Yeah, man. Be, like the, you, the shit that you love, you know what I mean? That joy, bro. Yeah, because when you think about you being as a kid, like you're not worried about bills. You're not worried about right. all these yeah. like external factors. You're just worrying about having fun, creating and things yeah. like that. So it's it, pure authenticity. So I think I think that's what makes us different as creatives is that we, we, ha- we keep that inner child within us. We don't mm-hmm. ever let that go. Nope. Right. Yep. So, so Johnny, bringing bringing it back to you now. If you met yourself ten years ago, and 
you only have like an an elevator ride to kind of talk to yourself. What would you tell yourself? I mean, yeah, bro. I think 10 years ago, like who I am today is who I needed to talk to 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Like who I am right now. So like if I saw me and like, I would just be like, yo, bro, listen, tough times don't last. Tough people do, bro. Ooh. You you say that again. Tough tough times don't last. Tough people do. You're gonna go through a lot of shit that is gonna make you want to give up, mm-hmm. and you're gonna be scared, bro. But I promise you, some of the best shit lives on the other side of fear. So just mm-hmm. keep your head down, get through. Right. Once you get Facts. through, you get through that storm. I promise you, storms don't last forever, and they're only in a small spot. That moment, once you pass through, you're gonna see the sun break. You're going to be lit, bro. Don't worry. Yeah. Keep your head down. And storms, bro, they come and go, bro. That's it. You just got to... Yep. As long as you keep your boat afloat Amen. and you get through it, that's all that matters. Keep you, you and yours protected and you're going to be good. Bing. And then I get off the elevator and I'm like, all right, bro, I'm going to go smoke. I holler. <laughs> I, I holler. Right. I'm saying, yeah, because what you go through is literally what you grow through. Yeah. You know? So it's storm, right? And on the other side of that is light. So you need all those elements to grow. Yeah, bro. You know, and, you know, I both know, you and I both went through some wild situations back in 2013. And yeah, then what bro. do we do? That's you grow about from that, man. 11 years ago, right? Yeah, you so grow from that, man. You grow from it. You know what I mean? So now it's just like, all right, nah, we back on our back. Yeah, bro. You got to be, like, people don't understand, like, you know what I mean? You, things got to break for it to grow. Like, even gold. Gold is shiny and it's beautiful, but Facts. guess what? It doesn't grow or shape or change unless you destroy it. There you go. Facts. So until you break it down, you melt it down, you put it, you know what I mean? Diamonds, bro, diamonds are made from pressure, baby. Yep. You, so when you feel like you're under pressure, that just means some, you, some, a gem is about to pop up, I promise you. There you go. Like J. Cole said, coal under pressure, what that make? Diamonds. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's it. So yeah, man, it's uh, that's exactly what I would tell myself, man, 10 years ago. I, like I feel like I said, who I am today is who I needed to talk to 10 years ago. A beautiful struggle. Perfect. So let let the people know where they can follow you, where they can download your project, where they can listen to your poetry. Um, yeah, man. I'm like I said, my name is Johnny Bills, J O H N N Y B I L Z. On every platform, YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Title, uh, every other platform you could think of, wherever my distribution company puts them. Um, and then, uh, yeah, man. As far as the socials, Johnny underscore Bills. Um, on IG, Facebook, uh, TikTok, you know what I mean? All that X now. It's not Twitter anymore. X. So, but yeah, Twitter. You know what right I'm now. saying, guys. Um, Threads, whatever app is available. It's Johnny underscore Bills. You already know the vibes, man. One Point Triple O is out now. Every platform. Make sure y'all tune in. Uh, Make sure y'all tune in to Loud Radio this Sunday, too. Y'all might catch mm-hmm. me on there, too. Shout out my man, DJ Shy. You heard? And uh, yeah, man. And then uh, catch me on... Uh, Catch me on a uh, Hot 97 with the movement and DJ Drewski on the 16th as well. I think it's the 15th or the 16th, it's Monday, I believe. But I think it's Martin Luther King's Day on that day, so they might do it the 16th. But uh, yeah, I'll be on there too, man. You know what I mean, we active. You know what I'm saying? We active this year, 2024. So for all of us. Hey. Woo. Okay, booked and busy. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> So you can find Chana at uh, C-H-A-N-A-A, three A's, at every social media platform. You can also find some of my poetry on every streaming platform, which is Spotify, Apple Music, your neighborhood radio. Um, You could also see me physically on January 15th. There's going to be a... um, installation happening at the art museum where you're going to see a lot of the young artists in Allentown, um, including yourself, 
There's going to be um, poetry. There's going to be songs, really cool um, art exhibits on the wall. So please, if you um, don't follow already, Basement Poetry. We're going to be doing yes. a collaboration soon in the future. Wow. January 15th. Shout out to Chloe Cole. Yes, ma'am. So again, you can find me on every platform. And again, hopefully a future collaboration on Empower 610. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah you already know they're gonna put more they're gonna put more events together bro Absolutely. the way they bring the community together the way they bring in the culture together and making it a uh, more uh widely accepted through our city is just it's unmatched man it's right. just like it's empower 610 and the only other people i know that doing what y'all doing is like mike Frasetto. i know he'd be bringing the artists mm-hmm. out making sure they get paid you know what i'm saying so yep. it's always a pleasure man y'all, y'all doing it Y'all doing it for the culture, man. It's it's much appreciated. Y'all deserve y'all flowers for real. Shout out to Movement Moves Media. Yes, sir. Yeah, and of course, you guys better subscribe. Yeah, facts. Y'all better slap that subscribe button. You heard? No, literally. Tune in in to Empower 610, man. This is where the gems is made, baby. So when y'all feeling under pressure, this is where you come to see the diamonds. You heard? Don't be watching for free and then don't subscribe and like. Like, don't be so free. Yeah, subscribe, share, <laughs> like, comment, all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Whatever uh, is going to boost the engagement in, this, in the SEO for this platform, man. This platform deserves to be bigger. Because so, every yeah. bit of engagement helps our mission. Like, that's really the thing. It's yeah. really not about us. Like, I could care less if nobody ever knows me. I do not care who knows my name, who knows what I'm about. I care so much more about putting people on that necessarily don't have a voice or are doing something great and how can we uplift them how can we 10x them mm. i don't care about me i care more about the whole community i also think it's just the message too man like you, you know what i mean this platform like we talk about things that can help people you know what right. i mean it's that that helps propel and you know push the culture in the right direction exactly. so you know free, what i mean it's super dope man free school fuckers pretty much you know what i'm saying like <laughs> hey man when we gotta start, we gotta get the Empower Six on no merch popping. We gotta get it lit. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all show love, y'all show support, man. This is this is one of the dope ones. I've been teaching exactly. in the classroom for 12 years, and you motherfuckers is now getting the shit for free. <laughs> hey, listen, YouTube. <laughs> you, hey, it's YouTube University. YouTube, taught me, you. taught me more than LCTI. I'll tell you that. Word. I'll tell you Shout that. I, LCTI. I'm low key know how to do electrician <laughs> electrician work now, bro. I'll be moving outlets and all that just because of YouTube University. I hear that. So yeah, bro, I was never into all that. Now, now I could do it though. Now I'll be cutting drywall, I'll be doing all that. That's hell. Yeah, I'll be wilding now. <laughs> be We're wilding. gonna be seeing Johnny Bills construction real soon. Facts. <laughs> Johnny Builds. You know there what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, nah. Nah, let me stop. Copyright right now. Copyright right now. They gonna take it. With they gonna a take Z. it. You, yeah. heard, you heard it here Johnny first. Big Johnny Flex. Builds. Yeah, yeah, baby. That's gonna be funny. You heard it here first. Empower 610, aka Empower You. Tune in. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Peace and blessings. No more stressing. We out.